When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth foul mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes barred. This is, this is the first time in two weeks I've been in the house alone. I know. It feels oh, good. It feels good. Um, hello, Laura. Hello, darling. Oh, I've missed you. I've missed you too. Even though we message every fucking day, I've missed you. Oh, no, but it feels like the longest two weeks ever in our whole lives. Yeah, I know. Why? I was thinking about it today and I was like, shit, I've not seen you in two, two weeks. weeks. I don't know what I'd do if we didn't have Zoom. I'd be so sad. I know, you know, like some people record their podcasts with no video on. We used to do that, it. but it's just too alien. I much prefer seeing your face. It feels yeah. like you're in the room. Yeah. How's your Christmas been? Let's do a little Christmas breakdown. Well, if I let's go back a little bit. So the kids broke up from school on the Friday. Steve got ill. So I took the boys to Wolverhampton for the weekend alone to go and see our friends while Steve got to recoup at home in the luxury <laughs> and comfort of complete silence and stillness. Bastard. Yeah, because I've been ill. And do you know what happened, Vic? He went did, to work. Yeah, I was going to say, did you just crack on with it and just, oh. you know, live life like normal? Yeah. Despite feeling like you were going to die? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh my God. I actually put familiar. it down to my allergies. No. What you were like, oh no, I'm just allergic. Maybe you're just allergic to Steve. I'm allergic to this time of the year, mate. Yeah, I think I am too. I am so over it. I just hate it. My mucus fills at the sheer sight of daytime darkness. <laughs> my nose is like, I can feel it coming. Hang it on. does sound like you've got a cold, but is it just your mucus kind of rebelling against the early nights? Well, no, I have had a cold. I have had a cold, but it took me three days to admit that I had a cold. <laughs> Do you know, me and Rob haven't shared a bed for 22 consecutive nights. Wow. So that sex life is booming then. <laughs> like we had sex three times last year. I mean, come on. <laughs> What were you going to say last week? I was like, fucking hell. As if, no, three (laughs) times in 12 months. That's how fucking shocking our sex life is. That's good. You're just spacing it out, mate. One every quarter. (laughs) I get get more tax bills than I do dick. That's just (laughs) not good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So basically, I went away. You've frozen now. Your video's frozen. Oh, Lord, I have. Can you hear me? I can hear you. But this is this is strange. It's like I'm That's just talking so... to your photograph like a do psychopath. You think my, do, you, do you think that it, it couldn't cope with the velocity of my laughing? Maybe. I think that might be what it was. Well, sorry about that, chaps. Yeah, it was a little technical issue on the first day back at work. First day back at work. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, to round up, Steve got ill. Uh, Christmas was lovely. It's been great, but I'm also exceptionally pleased my kids are back to school tomorrow. Yay, bye. Fuck off. Let someone else look after you. Mate, don't rub I'm it sorry. in. Oh, no, I'm don't sorry. Don't rub sorry. it in. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> so I have one child going back to nursery on the 4th, which is excellent because of the two children. She is definitely the one that I need out of my life ASAP. Yeah. Um, but Oliver doesn't go back to school till the fucking 9th of January, which <gasps> is oh, God. a goddamn crime. Because um, unfortunately, their school broke up really late, which I was saying this year, I would have much rather they broke up when everyone else fucking broke up. Yeah, and I could resume normality. So I'm so over, just I'm just over it, Laura. Just over being in the house. I'm so in 2023, eating. we can confirm that neither Victoria or I are considering homeschooling. <laughs> Fuck that. That's a big fat no. Big fat hairy minge. No. no There's just no. no no way ever. No. I threaten it. Like if I need to get something out of the school, old county, I'll threaten it. I really hope no one for the county council's listening. I'll be fat. <laughs> Why are you threatening it? What does it do to threat it? Threaten what if it? they don't do what I ask? Oh, you say I'm going to homeschool them. Do they give a shit? No. Well, there's no point threatening it then, is there? Well, I'm not sure because I'm never sure if the impact of <laughs> suggesting the fact that I homeschool my children has an impact. So I still have to use it. I don't think they can. No, they'd be like, all for you, mate. Crack yeah, on. They're like, one less child so to worry far, about. So far, I have got everything that I've wanted, but it could be that even if I hadn't threatened that, I still would have got what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I don't want to take the risk and not dangle the carrot. Toby's a decelerated child. So what does that mean? So that means that Toby is actually one academic year behind where he technically should be for his oh, age. Oh, yeah, because he's um, you withheld him back a year for the, you know, because he's bought yeah. what his birthday's he's in like a, August, August or something. August, yeah. yeah, so uh, we kept him back, which was the best fucking decision we ever made. Thank God we did it for him. Yeah, and uh, yeah, believe it or not, every single academic change. So let's say going to junior school, going to senior school, going to college, we have to re-request that he stay where he is. Otherwise, oh, really? they will automatically just drop him from the year that he's in and shove him two years ahead. Yeah. This this is the admin process that we never knew existed. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's a right fucking ball ache. See me and the, uh, I can't remember his fucking name at County, but yeah, I know him. You know, oh, me, we email each other. BFFs. Well, we're not really. He's, uh... it's just practical. He's just doing it's... his job. Just job, yeah. Are you sure you haven't sent me a card telling him how much, how much I love him? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Said said teaching assistant actually. Her husband. Oh my god, he's so hot, mate. Do you know this um from the Facebook stalking that you've been doing? No, because we follow each other on Instagram, right? Okay, all right, okay. So I'll allow I, you. I, I know he's a hottie. The first time, so I was in the park back in the summer and I saw her holding hands with him, and I was so taken aback by him that mm. I did I, I was staring at him and being like, Oh my god, who is that guy? <laughs> Is he? So it's New Year's here. Obviously, we're South Coast, so there is a New Year's Day dip. I went down to it because my brother did it, jumping into the water, and said teaching assistant or ex-teaching assistant's husband. Oh, my God. He was Was down there with his (gasps) body out. No, he didn't have his body out, but I messaged her and I said, oh, my God, your husband is so fucking hot. He smiled at me. I believe we might be in love with each other. And she replied back and she went, did his smile make you come? <laughs> she's, she's our people. She's our she people. She is our people. I like the sound of her. Yeah. So I knew. I knew. You I, did I know. sensed. 
that's why I said I need to have a relationship with you because yeah, I just you need to be was... my best friend. Well, she's not going to be my best friend, mate. Well, no, obviously, because I'm taking sure, that role from me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, yeah, how how was New Year for you? Did you make it to midnight? Um, no, I've been what ill. A shocker! Oh yeah, but you have done anyway. So we we invited to a party. It was just a load of families. So we were going to do like you know do a pretend early New Year for the kids at about eight. Lovely. Whatever. It was only around the corner. And then I got ill about two days before. And then I was like, do you know what? I just shouldn't go because I'm really germy. There was loads of like, there's just loads of kids and families. And everyone's been sick, haven't they? Yeah. And I don't just want to go and infect everyone. And I felt a bit rubbish. So I said, oh, you know what, Rob? Oh, God, I'm going to do I'm going to do the honourable <laughs> thing here. I'm going to stay gonna home. Down. And you're going to take them. So he fucked off with the kids and left me at home on my own, which oh. was fucking magnificent. It I really bet. was. You know what I did though? I mean, I, I said to myself, Joe, you know, I was like, I oh, don't get this opportunity often. Don't do boring shit like cleaning. Just do something nice. So I did do a bit of cleaning. I did a massive cull of all the kids' toys because obviously oh, they had presents. That's beautiful. Christmas. Yeah, just got rid of some of the shit, gave it to charity, whatevs. And then I just sat and I ate, I did myself a little snack plate with some Pringles and some olives. Oh, a little treat tray. A little treat tray, a little Ferrero. I ate six Ferrero Rocher. That made me feel quite sick. Oh, um, I know, but Ferrero Rocher. Oh, I made the best. I've bought There's them back. There's just so many layers Resurrected them. them from the 1980s because I don't think I've had them for years. And then, you know I what? Know, I normally get it. them and Steve didn't get me any this year. Oh, mate, we got through three fucking packs of them. Just it's, it, to me, it's like Pringles. Once you pop, you just can't stop. I know. So I had Pringles and those. Can you imagine the scenes? Oh my they were God. unfolding on my sofa. You basically ate yoga mats and plastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just watched TV of my choosing. Oh. Um, and then Rob dropped off one child at six o'clock because Edith is, she can't cope. With no, the she, she needs a bedtime, yeah. Yeah, and she was going a bit nuts. So he just literally walked around, dropped her off. I did her bedtime, all very nice and easy. She was very well behaved, which is so unlike her. Um, and then she was asleep by quarter to seven. And uh, then Rob came home at eight o'clock with Oliver. And, oh, um, lovely. Yeah, it was just very chill. And he went straight to bed. Oh so, God! What a yeah. fucking delight! And then so did we, and we slept on our um, respective beds, one downstairs, one upstairs. <laughs> I didn't finish the story about us not sleeping together. Oh yeah, of course, nights. of course. Please but enlighten us. I went away. Then he's been—he was really snoring. I don't know something happened with the snoring situation, and then he got ill and has been coughing like an absolute cunt for like two weeks. So we've just taken it in turns to sleep on the sofa or the bed. And then I got ill. So, in fact, we haven't slept in the same bed for 22 nights. When is row. that When is that chain going to break? Tonight's the night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are you, are you scarfing? No, I'm absolutely furious about it because what I've decided is that I never want to share a bed with anyone ever again. I don't like sharing a bed. It's just, I'm over I'm not it. sharing a bed with Steve. Nobody else. I'm like, I, I just need to be in a coffin, don't I, to sleep. Yeah. Does he not annoy you? He just annoys me. Oh, like yeah, he mate. moves over every time he moves. It's like a fucking yeah. He fucking annoys. Are you kidding me? Just snores. Oh, it's just yeah. Steve snores, but I just like I feel safe. I guess when he's there, that's what it is. That's all it is. I don't actually give a fuck about anything other than the fact that he'll keep me safe. If someone breaks into the house, he can die first. Well, that's why I like him sleeping downstairs on the sofa because he'll definitely be the first one to die. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, my preference is that I have the bed and he has the sofa. 
Um, but yeah, it's been like, oh God, the kids' sleep's been a bit chaotic as well because Edith was ill. We had some really rough, we've had some rough nights and she's waking up so early. Just, I'm, I'm dying. But yeah, I'm just fucking over it, Laura. I, just, I yeah, hate right. it. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I like the lads because obviously my boys are older. So, like, I don't have to get up at the crack of fucking dawn. Um, but then equally, that makes me feel like a fucking terrible mother. So, you know, there's all of all of that to still contend Why? with. I, let me just explain to you what it feels like when you wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Lonely, desolate, <laughs> and desperate. Okay. Those are the three words that come to mind. I feel like you get so much more of your day. No, I don't. I get so, I, I'm like, by eight o'clock, I'm like, that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And I've eaten like five meals, had about eight cups of fucking tea. <laughs> like I'm so done, you know. And then and then they're still awake until seven. And it's just it just makes the day so long and so painful. Yeah. But I have had a day off today because obviously we're doing record, so both our families have fucked off. And I went yeah, for mate. lunch with my mum. So I was just so I was this this day was what gave me hope for the last like five days. I was like, it's okay because on Monday I am going to have some time on my own. That's all. Well, when they were getting ready to leave, I was. That's when I went. Oh my god! Like this is so good. This is the first time in two weeks. And my much like you, my house is a constant fucking perpetual state of shit, and there's crumbs everywhere. It's like my conservatory, I can't bear it. Like I can't, I cannot fucking put into words how sick and tired I am of cardboard. Yeah, I know. Yes. I need a tip oh run. Oh my God. I need a tip run of the fucking cardboard. Oh, is your tree down? Oh mate, that's gone. Is it? Has it gone? I did oh. mine this morning. I took mine down this morning. It was late no, for I... me, but. Yeah, that's very late for you. I did mine two days ago. I've had psychological issues about letting go of the last Christmas with my dad. So, you know, yeah. I've been finding it hard. <laughs> No, that's fine. All right, now you work through it. I'll shed a tear. I'll shed a tear as I set fire to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mine's in the back garden, so we don't. uh, We we do. We wait till July and we burn ours. So Steve will cut it down into tiny little pieces, and then we put it in the wood fire in the back garden, and we burn it. Oh, I've cut mine into tiny little pieces already. I do that to take it to the tip. Yeah, it's quite it's quite cathartic actually. I I love burning it? it because you get some. Big fucking flames on a dried out fern. I bet, it, I, mean, I bet it smells nice. Yeah. Actually, probably a fire hazard, but we look the other way. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, it's so fine. New Year, New Year, 2023. Hello, New Year. Yeah. Um, new do, me, new you. Do you. Whatever that meant. <laughs> new me, new you. <laughs> do you Feel have very much um, the same. any uh, resolutions? Yeah, you know what? My resolution is to really try a, a, a better at taking care of myself. Yeah, that's a good one. That and that's like across the board, like how I speak to myself, the expectations I set for myself, just not being too hard because I'm an exceptionally hard. I'm basically like an erect penis all the time. Very <laughs> angry, purpled, unhappy penis. Veiny. Like very veiny. Imagine very something. Veiny. Something that is desperate to be deflated, and that's me. It's taking too much Viagra and can't, like, you yeah. know, chill out because it's just got all the bloods pumping for it. Yeah. No no amount of stabbing holes or or touching it is going to make it better. That's where I'm at. Yeah. What about you, Bay? Um, I think, uh, yeah, that would be, I'll, I'll, I'll take yours, thanks. We I'll do that too. I'll do that. Dicks. Purple dicks. The two purple dicks of 2023. <laughs> And also, 
Um, I just I have to change my relationship with social media. Or it's oh, I thought you were going to say I have to change my relationship with Rob. I'm getting a divorce. Um, no, <laughs> um, although I felt close to it at moments over this holiday. Um, no, I just need to. I need to stop being seduced by the lure of the. And scroll. it is very seductive. I know. So seductive. It's so seductive. I just need to have a better relationship with it. It's just, yeah. um, and it's really hard when it's our job, obviously. But um, that's it. It's a it's a perpetuated issue across the board for everybody. And you know what? I have a uh, almost teenager, uh, and it's uh, it's an issue for him. Yes, I was going to say trying that. To manage. I was. Um, I did you see the video about Kate Winslet saying that her children yeah. don't have social media? How do you feel yeah. about that? So I think I have a very different view on things than you. Because I I think because of how my brain works, I know that if I have something taken away, I want it more. Mm. And if I'm if I'm restricted too heavily, I want it more. So I think that it isn't about removing it or not allowing it. For me personally, it's just my personal perspective, I would much rather teach moderation. And I think finding a balance and explaining the balance. In that moderation, is it a moderation that you're setting? As in like you can use it for two hours a day and that's it? Yeah, so we have very strict controls on on everything, any technology. So we have to be very careful about how we manage that expectation for him. And it is fucking difficult. So Kate Winslet, she comes from a very privileged perspective of being able to say that. And good for her. Uh, but I don't know that that is a realistic expectation of many people when you certainly have children that are going to a mainstream school that have peer pressure. Yeah, I uh, know. That's the thing. That's lot. the main thing that was like, how do you deal with that side of it? I think it's easy enough to be like, no, you're not having it. But then it's Elliot wasn't allowed a phone else. until he was going to senior school. And that was fucking unheard of. Mm. Like, there were so many kids that were like, Oh, I haven't you got a phone yet? And it's like, you don't fucking need one. You don't need it. I won't give them a phone until they go to secondary school. That's no. yeah, for sure. That's not happening. Oh, God, my nose. I'm going to have to blow, but I'm concerned. Can I mute the mic while I blow? Yeah. The worst part is that doesn't even feel like it, it cleared half the backlog. <laughs> have you ever done a sinus um, rinse before? I think I might do another one this afternoon. I know how to live. Oh, I've got such a great one for you. Have you? Right. Okay. So mum's group warning. Oh. Hi, ladies. Not the first time I've written in. Oh, hello. So must repeat how much I love you guys and how you make me laugh. You both remind me of me and my best friend and our own friendship. So actually gives us both a warm heart. Oh, that's true. That's That's true. That's That's true. Yeah, that's true. true. Yes. You're right. We do give you a warm heart. Listening to your bottomless brunch online mum's group day out has led me to send you this story. Possibly a little warning for future events. I mean, it was messy, wasn't it? Well, not for you, because you're sensible and don't drink alcohol. But for me, <laughs> it was a little bit messy. So, you see, I too am part of a mums group which we all, where we all met online. I would give you more details, but many of the ladies listen to your podcast, and I oh must keep this story anonymous. This is amazing. Which will become obvious shortly. I was introduced to you guys from this Facebook group. Oh, so this is the one that was like this this mums group Facebook group. That's how she found us. Um, many of your episodes have been promoted on the group, especially <gasps> episodes regarding breast cancer, perimenopause, and mental health. Oh, 
that's amazing. so lovely. Oh, okay. So our first meetup was involving six ladies from the same area. A good few bottles of Prosecco was consumed and quite a few belly laughs as well. We had some meetups with the kids too, less the alcohol, unfortunately, and also met up around one of the mum's houses. I think it was probably our fifth meetup when we decided on a bottomless brunch in a city central to us all. We much prefer an earlier just after lunch meetup so we can get the train home at reasonable time, get to bed earlier to fend off any hangover. Um, and then it's not so bad looking after kids. That's such good advice. Unless yeah. you just don't go home early. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? The thing is, Vic, as much as you say I was sober, yeah. I was the one that was stood in a hotel window completely naked and <laughs> everyone on Shoreditch High Street could see me. So, <laughs> so true. Meanwhile, I just had terrible lot on my chops. Um <laughs> And heartburn from eating too much Turkish flatbread. Well, the bubbles flowed way too easily. There was a lot of laughter, a lot of honesty, and a good few sexual references. Now, by this time, I was pretty drunk. And to this day, I have no idea how this happened, how it started, or who instigated it. There is a video too, but I'm too (gasps) scared to watch it. However, another mum and I ended up snogging each other's faces off in the middle of the pub around (gasps) many other people and the rest of the group. I couldn't even tell you how long it went on for, but I do remember the manager coming over and asking us to calm it down. Oh my god! How much of a fucking song is that? This would be you, mate. Uh, (laughs) Even boob touching too. It was absolutely mental that happened, and I can't remember how or why it stopped either. But it was probably a good idea. It did. I do remember it was absolutely amazing. I've never been with a woman, but I do love a good snog and I've always had a love of boobs. The next day, unfortunately, the other mum involved was mortified by her behaviour and was seriously embarrassed. I know the rest of the mums on the WhatsApp group just thought it was hilarious, as did I, as she has since decided she needs to have space from us. (laughs) Oh, my God. She said, well, I mean, this is a serious note now. She said she felt her drinking and got out of control and she must sort herself out that she knows how to control it if she ever wants to come out again. We are all quite sad over this as she's a really funny, great person to be around. We have since invited her to just the kids' gatherings or less busy days, but she still hasn't taken us up on the offer. So my warning is, please do not snog any of the other mums in your group and ruin a friendship. Friendship is so much more important. <laughs> Fuck, that's amazing. The fact that she was like, oh my God, I can't believe I kissed another woman. It's like one of those where I think we've all had too much to drink and done things that we've regretted. Yeah. Um, But there is something about um, the sort of hysteria of a mum's night out that I can totally understand how that kind of thing's happened. And I can all understand understand how that woman feels like, oh shit, my drinking is out of control because I've done that on a night out, whatever. Is it weird that I think it's not that bad? (laughs) No, I don't think it's bad at all. I think that kind of thing happens probably all the time. Shit happens. And people just don't talk about it. And then some boob grabs, not they fingered each other. That'll be next time. (laughs) 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 Oh God. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I can't say that I've ever done that to. I mean, um, I've been. I haven't I've even been tempted. Women when I've been drinking, but I've never. Yeah, touched I've, kiss, I've kissed girls when I've been pissed, but no, I haven't touched it, and I haven't done it for a long time. But um, <laughs> you kissed me. I did kiss you, but I didn't snog you, did I? And I, I was talking, and I was like, I can't believe that this was the first experience of me kissing you, and I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. You weren't sober at the time. 
Well, I was sitting on your lap, probably fondling your boobs as well. <laughs> That's because they were on a dinner plate. So it was like, what do you expect me to do? I'm going to I'm gonna dip me a uh, Turkish bread in them. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> oh, wow. Mum's night, mom's night out gone wrong, man. Well, they're just, they're nuts, aren't they? Mum's night's out are wild. You know what, though? I think we can't, we can't actually get past this episode in the podcast without discussing the news article that hit this week about the Frenchman. What's that? I haven't heard it. I've, I'm so out of touch with the real world. You I can know. tell me about it. The news article. Yeah. Okie dokes. Ready? Go for it. Okay. So, Doctor, I've got a bomb in my bum. I've got a bomb in my bum. Man. Oh, the bomb. The bomb in the bum. Oh, yeah. I did see this. Yeah. Man 88 sparks hospital evacuation in France after arriving with eight inch World War One artillery shells stuck in his rectum. Now, I don't know what his excuse was. I'd like to think he'd say that he slipped on it. Doctors were less shell shocked, love it, after an 88 year old Frenchman <laughs> arrived at a hospital with a World War One bomb stuck up his rectum. The unnamed senior, I bet his wife's like, don't you fucking dare give your name <laughs> the unnamed senior arrived at the hospital saint Musée in toulon south france i don't know south of france on saturday evening in the hope of having the eight inch artillery shell removed from his anus fucking hell have you seen it it's absolutely massive That's it's a- like a proper cylinder isn't it that's huge however bomb disposal experts determined that there was still there was a little risk of the shell exploding inside the man. Oh, my at, God. At what point do you think he went, ah, uh, shitter. <laughs> shitter. I regret everything. That's Italian. <laughs> it is understood that the man had inserted it in his bottom for sexual pleasure. At least he was honest about it. Like, fair play to him. Good on you, man. A spokesman in the hospital said an emergency occurred at 9pm to 11.30pm on Saturday that required the invest- in- intervention of bomb disposal personnel the evacuation of adult and pediatric emergencies as well as the diversion of incoming emergencies uh, we had to manage the risk in a reactive framework when in doubt we took all precautions i just want to see how his bum is i know like it was so hefty that thing it was incredible but i mean imagine being that bomb disposal <laughs> expert yeah but i bet they see that a lot the job. <laughs> Like, um, hey, uh, Pierre, because it's in France, obviously, yeah, so yeah. Like, French people called Pierre. Uh, we, oui? <laughs> we've got, oui? uh, we've got his fella, right? He's coming, uh, and he's got a bum up his anus, and we need he's, you. He's got a bum up his anus. He's got a bum up his anus. He's got a bum. He's got a bum up his anus, and we need you to detonate it. How do you even do that? How do you even do that? There's an A, mate. So you need you some, must like, just have spikes. to handle it carefully. I'm not being funny. If he's managed to get that all the way up there without it going off, it's not, it's really, not it's shredded not really to fucking off. pieces. No. Oh my god. Oh, and he's a bomb collector as well. Oh well, that makes sense. Yeah, that's actually why he has those bombs because he's put every single one of them up his bum. We know that, yeah. don't we? He's just yeah. this is the one that's got stuck, and only the other's got stuck. Oh, I'm going to say as an 88 year old man, that's not his first rodeo. He likes to take a risk, does this man? <laughs> he likes to take a risk. He up likes his to bum. live life on the edge. And isn't it <laughs> nice to know that at 88, you still got it in you? Well, literally, yeah. Can't get it out of him. <laughs> so fucking literal. <laughs> I, I just, I wonder when you go. Oh God. What point did he oh, tell his God. wife? Was she? Well, we can assume she was in on it. Maybe, she, maybe she's not there. 
there was no mention of wife because I uh, you wouldn't, would you? You wouldn't go, oh, that's oh, I thought you said his wife. No, you didn't. No, mention- no, I said, I bet his wife was like, don't you oh, fucking give your name. Oh, okay, right, right, right. But, you know, at the end of the day, you are not going to admit that that's your husband, are you? You're not going to no. go, oh, yeah, that's right. That's Tom. Don't worry. You know, <laughs> he does this. <laughs> but also, if you're an 88 year old bomb collector or collector of shit mm-hmm. in your area, there's not many, it's, 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 you know, there's it's not many people, is it? It is a niche. Yeah, yeah it's you're a niche like, interest. You're about Patrick the other day. It's in the <clears> Daily Mail. <throat> They do all look very phallic, though, the bombs, don't they? Yeah, they, they look just like look big. Like a... a lot of them look like dildos. Big fat dick, yeah. Gold dick. Big fat dick. Big fat dick. Take it in a bum. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. Uh, right, okay. Oh, my God. My nose is terrible. You sound really bunged up. I know, mate. Can't wait to fucking douche my bum. <laughs> no, I don't want to douche bum. my bum. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I've got a really funny little story here. Amazing. Um, I can't even believe this is real. Is it just people? Ooh, I'm excited. Pe- Laura, people are mental. Okay. Are we so bum relating? It is bum and poo related. Oh, awesome. My favourite. My way to start 2023. Oh, my favourite. 2023. How many, how many <laughs> eons ahead are we? Hi, ladies. Absolutely lovely podcast. Been listening since the beginning and kept meaning to write in with this story. I used to work on a posh cosmetics counters in department stores. This didn't happen in my store. However, it did happen in my friend's store. One day, my friend spotted bits of bits of and smears of poo on the department floor. She thought, oh, someone's trodden some dog poo. How wrong she was. Her and the staff began to get the feeling this was human poo, not dog poo, as suspected. The security guard looked back on the cameras and did indeed see that a man had somehow had a poo in his pocket and had been breaking bits of it off and popping them around the makeup counters. What? That's a fetish if I've ever heard one. The best of it was that he had a partner wife with him who must have (gasps) known what he was doing. (gasps) I always wondered how two people found each other who clearly got a thrill from dropping human shit in public places. You'd be surprised at the amount of times people have shit in department changing rooms and done disgusting things in these stores. I could write a book. Ha ha. (gasps) Keep up the good work, Sags. How would you feel like you're in boots, you're looking at the number seven range and you notice Rob? Is dropping bits of shit on the floor and walking around the East Saleron bit. What would you do? I'd have so many questions. I don't know if it would be. I'd be like, is imagine this, your face. Is this a conversation for now, or I'm going <laughs> to save this for home time? I do, I, like, Shall we wait till the kids go to bed before yeah. I bring this up? Like, what the fuck? I don't understand where the thrill is in that because surely it's not. It's not as. Is it? How can it be sexually motivated? Must be from a psychological. Like yeah, that. it really is, isn't it? Especially when yeah. it comes to poo. Um, so, is it the thrill of someone's foot touching your shit and going home with it in the That's place the where they have sex? Is that the thrill? Must be. That sounds like a shit thrill. It does. Well, it is literally a yeah, shit. It is. Thrill. A, it's a shitty thrill. Um, or. Was it more that he just clogged up the toilet in the department store and had to do the classic, as we've had yeah. on this podcast so many times? Absolutely. He had to dispose of the poo, put it in his pocket, and then for excellent ways get rid of it. You wouldn't be deliberately breaking bits off like a bit of baguette feeding a duck, would you? Do you know what or I mean? Maybe, maybe because those department stores can be quite sort of sensory, 
sense of like from a sensory perspective be quite overwhelming and maybe he lost his bearings and like Hansel and Gretel he didn't have any breadcrumbs but he had poo so he was leaving a little poo trail to find his yeah, way out this is yeah and, and make him find sure his that way his, back to the Mac counter that his lady lover didn't lose him in the process of being overcome with extreme emotions and excitement at the wonderful array of makeup it could be that couldn't it follow the smell follow the trail yeah that's, that's it that's where I'll be. that's a song isn't it it is follow the trail follow the smell <laughs> that's, that's where, where i'll be, I'll be. <laughs> oh my god what a fucking dirty bugger that's all i can say his hands i know they must stink he must stink like everything is fucking jacket pocket i can only hope he had it in a sandwich bag and he had a pair of gloves on yeah, no. Would you? He's Maybe. Per- I think. Oh. Yeah, he would be because he's prepared for that, isn't he? I'd like to think it's premeditated. He didn't just randomly find his shit in his pocket and go, "Oh, you know what I'm going to do today? Get rid of this. I'm going to fucking slut drop this in boots." <laughs> <laughs> oh that's, uh, God! That's, it doesn't the surprise me about. I've seen quite race. a few videos of people shitting in shops. Yeah, I know. I think the um, the changing room feels like you know. I would just be so terrified that someone was going to walk in after me. Oh God, I couldn't do it. Our anxiety would absolutely be a big no-no for that. And if I'm going to shit myself, I'm certainly not going to a changing room. No, and like think about how horrifically lit those changing rooms are. Like, yeah. could you imagine having to watch yourself take a shit in like three sixty degrees of mirror? Yeah, but then what you've got to think about is the seating area is where the mirror is. So you would be shitting on the seat. Surely that's where True. you would shit. Yeah. And, and someone then, would and see that. The, and then there would be a perfect reflection of your turd in the mirror looking back at you, you looking at it, looking at you. <laughs> the shame. Yeah. Just the shame reflected over and over and over again. You can handle what it. You did. I can handle it. No. <laughs> Although, yeah, I mean, I do think people do do disgusting things. And sure, people just have like no manners, do they? I mean, that's, I think that's it's another that level. People... Like, it's not that they have no manners. I think it's that people are like, but this isn't mine. Or like, oh, well, no one knows I don't me. I have to deal with it. And there is a part of me, like, if I go to another country, I worry a lot less about maybe how I look. I won't bother putting any fucking makeup on. I won't wash my hair for two fucking weeks because nobody knows me. Yeah. You know, there is a real element of letting go. Yeah. And I have never let go there. But, but you're going to boots, mate. You see, you can't let go that much that you do a shit, put it in your There's pocket, scare it around, order a shit in the changing room. Yeah. There is no way that that is a involuntary, oh, good Lord moment. It's the, it's the, I got scared that? there because I thought you said, oh, good Lord. And then I thought, oh my God, there's something behind me. But it's actually just me. It's my it reflection. Yeah. I see. I see you. <laughs> so Shadow dark. puppetry. <laughs> oh my God. I, 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 I'm not, I'm just not really into uh, poo. You know, no. and, and I'm not being funny. If that was Steve, that would be grounds for divorce. Like that would be on our, our I think uh, so. Divorce papers, defecating in public. Who's <laughs> wearing in boots? Public. I don't know why I'm picking on boots. I can't think of any other mate cosmetic place. Yeah, John Lewis. I mean, that's an even classier oh, yeah. establishment. Can you imagine? JL it could be John Lewis. Debenhams had its she time. Did Obviously, say that's gone now. That it was a posh one, so maybe it is John Lewis. Oh yeah, John Lewis. Oh, oh God, I'm sorry. Are we boring you. No, it's just that I've been up since 5 fucking a.m. Oh, love. Oh, I hate my life so much. I was awake at 1 a.m. Does that make you feel better? 
no crying in the dark I'm crying oh yeah in the dark okay yeah I do feel a bit better now thanks <laughs> you're Thank, welcome thanks for cheering me up <laughs> oh, God. you're welcome this is the time of day when I just feel like so Shit. flat and I it's know. pitch black look it's pitch black outside I need it to be April Oh, no. Let's just let's, let's just, just get to April, please. The spring, please. I know, and you know, my dad would go, "Oh, lolly, darling, don't wish it away." And it's like, "Fuck you, Mike." No, I'm wishing it away. I'm wishing it away because this January is and February are so boring. I hate Shit. them. Just horrible, rubbish. Horrible months. So yeah, welcome, girls. Welcome back. Yeah. Yay! Everyone feel positive. <laughs> <laughs> everything is great. Everything is awesome. It's fine because we've got this every week, so it will just keep us all sane and focused. Go back to school tomorrow. Yeah, shut up. All right, I can't. I can't. I can't. I just can't deal with it. All right, <laughs> I can't. Oh dear. Anyway, so keep sending us your stories. Um, you can email us at nohosbolpodcast at gmail Or what else can they do, Laura? Please go to Instagram and go into our DMs. It is No Holes Barred Podcast. I didn't do that very well. No oh. Holes Barred Podcast. Or if you would like a clit stimulator, Valentine's Day is just around the corner. No, I was thinking that. Yeah. Uh, it's www. It's no, it's not. It's noholesbarredpodcast.com. It is indeed. It's www. Is there? Well, there it is because it's a website. I- well, I don't fucking put www. No, I don't Ever. either. Who that's does so, that? That's so nineteen ninety. It's so, so nineteen. <laughs> like that's something my nan would do if she yeah. wasn't dead, <laughs> but she is. <laughs> um, and we, yeah, we'll be back next week with yeah, more, hopefully a slightly more optimistic outlook on life because I won't have my kids then. We've been so optimistic. I know it's just children; they're just very draining, aren't they? Yeah, they they suck everything out of you from the moment that you conceive them. They just draw it all out of you. Oh no. I know. Like I'm a husk. A poison. Slowly killing you. Like a poison. <laughs> That's what's happening. Um oh actually, you know what? Just talking about uh, you know, you know, insecurities and stuff. Um, all like, yay, pro body confidence, blah blah blah. So I have my pajamas on, no bra. Edith's like, uh, what's that? And pointed at my erect nipple um, because it was a bit chilly. So, yeah, I had some two hard-ons, what you can do about it. And I said, oh, it's my nipple. And she's like, why does it look like that? (laughs) I was like, because you were fucking latched to it for nine fucking months. You fucking sucked them to two little fucking... No, they're massive now. That's not even the issue. She sucked them dry at the time. And then somehow they just seem to be so enlarged now. That it is like I've got two thumbs under my shirt doing a thumbs up when I have erect nipples. That is not ideal. <laughs> hey! Two thumbs up, erect hey. nipples. Uh, keeping your belly button warm. Oh my God, the way she was like, why do they look like that? It's like, you are so brutal. <laughs> I don't know where you get it from. <laughs> Me. Oh, on that note about my horrendously disfigured nipples. They're um, not disfigured. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> we will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Ah! 
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.